Hey everybody. Mm-mm-mm. Hey everybody, welcome to the show today. I'm here with <laughs> Welcome to the show today. <sighs> that was your song. Do you know that? It's amazing. Was it amazing? How amazing was it? Was it amazing? It was just a 10 out of 10 rendition. 100%. I was expecting an 11 out of 10, but I'll accept it. So um, everybody listening (laughs) in, (laughs) this is show number two with this goddess of all things mind, the boss. Love, love. Is that the boss lady or just the boss? The The boss. boss. She doesn't need a gender. She's just a boss. Boss. Genderless. (laughs) Pow. Um, Second show. We do. But I do have a gender, but you don't need one. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so to interrupt you. We're in a beautiful flow. We're going to talk about moons and synchronicities today as well. Don't yeah. forget. We're going to talk about that. So, um, if you haven't seen the last show, then I need you to go back to episode fifty-seven. Reasons and results. Go back to episode Reasons and Results. Check it out. Be introduced to this divine one. And, uh, and get the intro because um, you're going to have to catch up because we're about to get into it because that's what we does. That's what we do. We have a couple of silly things to discuss and then we're going to pick something from our roster of conversations and then we're going to get into it because that's what we do. That's what we do. Um... Briefly speaking, here we have a goddess, magician, boss, human of neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, timeline therapy, and there's one more thing that I've forgotten. What was the last thing? Well, NLP coaching and NLP coaching. spirituality and all kinds of all kind of goodness. Kind so of, yeah, but mixed into that cauldron of goodness is some really cool stuff. You have training coming up in March, I believe. I do. I've got a two-day hypnotherapy workshop, which okay. is to introduce people to hypnotherapy who have questions, who are interested in maybe taking a course, who want to know more about it, who want to in you know have an experience of some trance like experience and experience using those skills and techniques as well so it's going to be super fun brilliant well uh we're going to hit some show notes with some dates of my home slice you are you are going to go to the website i don't know (laughs) the microphone You will that serves you. Have you got experience with hypnotherapy, Dan? No, we're not. Have you ever done any? Have you been trained in it? I've I've got my oh oh my gosh! I'm one exam away from having my basic entry level qualification as a hypnotherapist person. Really? I've been studying it, and um um I'm gonna I've just got to do the exam, and then I get my entry level qualification thing in Michigan. And yeah, does that I, mean you can use it with people? I can use it with people, but I, I, I really didn't learn it to actually hypnotize people. Mm-hmm. I learned it because I wanted to learn the techniques in how to speak to the mind. So mm-hmm. when I'm doing my guided visualizations, I use some hypnotic techniques in order to get Fantastic. people to versus trance. Sure. Um, but like when I did, uh, when I've done deep dive weekends and I've done live it just means that I'm okay. This person's not quite in, so I'll, I'll drop them down or take them through zero or whatever. Just to, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, baby, opening not, up the mind. It's just bypassing like, the critical faculty. It just bypasses that critical resistance that people, some people have to I, change, I, and I it just opens them up. You can't, you can't minimize it. I'm sorry, I refuse to allow you to minimize. I saw on your guys. I'm gonna. You need to go to her Instagram, right? <laughs> It's it's really dope. go to Ayodela's Instagram and watch her send somebody into trance in like 10 seconds yeah very then... deep trance anyway I want to learn this magic can you teach me online that magic can it work online to teach I don't know whether you can I don't think you can teach it online I think that level I mean that 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 technique that you see in that video is taught at the master practitioner level of my it's a 16 day training. I think we spend four ah. days on hypnotherapy. 
We spend oh, wow. about eight days on NLP, four mm. days on hypnotherapy, four days on timeline therapy. And right. so it's master, that's master practitioner level of hypnotherapy. So I can't just sort of eat a candy and or put on a belt buckle and... Nope. No? Nope. No. So it's quite, it's quite a specialised technique and it's a rapid induction, which there are some prerequisites that you need to understand about the basics and the fund, fundamentals and the foundations of hypnotherapy to be able to practice that and to be able to induce it in somebody as well there are some really, really key things that you need to be able to do. So, yeah. Okay. Not so that you wouldn't be able to do them, but I just think that in, it's, it's more teachable, it's more applicable in person, uh, live okay. training. So, so I'm going to so. continue with my basic training. Do my that. My training. Mm -hmm. And then when I get elevated to entry-level Jedi, then I'll come and see um, Grandmaster Boss Iodele. Yes, please. All right. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Make magic summer, happen. By the way, just saying, I'm in Europe this summer. I'm oh, really? Day. Yeah, I'm in Europe from July and August. Are you in the UK at all? No. I have <laughs> no intention of coming to the UK. This no. is everyone's first whatever I mentioned about coming to Europe. We're going to be in, definitely in Italy, in the bulk of July, the first mm -hmm. half at least. I'm doing a deep dive weekend between the 3rd and the 6th. I'd love to so come to one of your events. Come to France. Italy got sold out, so that's why I had to do another one in France at the back end of August. But we'll chat. Mm -hmm. We'll okay. work, out. We'll work okay. out. We might even be able to do a swapsicle on something. <gasps> but I'll tell you about it. We'll talk about that offline or text. Okay, guys, we've finished having our chit chat. I hope you enjoyed it. You better have enjoyed it. You enjoy it. <laughs> you will. Um, you look into my eyes. <laughs> um, I want to just let everybody join and laugh with us about what happened today with the whole moon thing. That was hilarious. That was literally hilarious. You tell the story because I think you're a better storyteller than I am. And I'll just add a little sprinkle of anything that I feel okay, is necessary. So, um, for those of you who don't know, and you won't because I wasn't talking to you in human <laughs> I basically... You, you were, but they no, just make up have been consciously people. aware. The people, yeah, but you will be now. Three o'clock in the morning, I get up to do my meditation. Today, for various reasons, which are not really important, I didn't manage to get back to sleep after that. And so I ended up sort of just up. And then um, <laughs> I saw... I saw a really funny post that I had only put on Instagram stories about um, people blaming the moon for stuff, which was also doubly funny because my dear friend Ian did, um, he did a, he does a, a, he does this Facebook live every morning, his time in Costa Rica, where he shares something. He basically channels some like, really cool content for like about 10 minutes and then he leads like a, a meditation and he's done that every day for months. And I, I'm normally on live but I haven't been for a while, but I was watching replays the other day and he was talking about the moons and the way that the moon does affect us because we, you know, we're 70, 60 to 70% water and obviously moon pull, moon gravity, lunar gravity has, has a pull and that can have an effect. For lunar sure. Lunar energy, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, yeah, but you know, don't allow it to rule your life or whatever, you know, but at the same time, don't scrub it out, be in your sovereignty, but acknowledge that there is energy going on or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you do the post, which is like <laughs> one lady saying, it's like a meme. It was hilarious. One it was hilarious. Something like, oh. She says, why is everyone so sad lately? Yeah. And the other one responds, it's because of the moon. Yeah. And then the moon comes in in the next, in the next <laughs> shot saying, no. <laughs> so everybody's got deep unresolved issues that they're not facing. <laughs> and I was like, this was like you in a post. This is like, did you make this meme? Did I didn't. I found it on somebody else's page and I just screen grabbed it and I was like, that has to go in this my stories or it has to go somewhere because this is just like, people just want to, you know, displace the blame. Yeah. And it's just another way, like, you know, I, I take, I fully accept that the moon has its influence. Yes. Nature has its influence. The seasons yeah. have their influence. 
other people's impact in our lives has their influence but that doesn't you know it comes back to the whole reasons and results thing that, that the, the whole you know that was the massive takeaway from the last session yeah. is that look we've actually actually got to start taking some responsibility ourselves for the things that aren't working out and do something about it rather than just placing the blame onto the moon the tarot astrology our star signs my mom my dad my brother my nan my past life everything else yeah so let's let, let's keep it real yes and let's address the things that we can do something about the moon we can't do anything about the moon is an intergalactic orbital whatever it is that is having an impact on life as we know it so yeah. that's out of our control mm-hmm. so how about we do some stuff about the things that are in our control which is yeah the person in the mirror and those deep <laughs> issues that just unresolved unresolved issues and unresolved but then it took it, it went to another level because you went and Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was another level to it. Sorry. I nearly ran off. Um, We're coming back to this because I think this is a cool one because it also loops in with, I wanted to know more about timeline therapy so we can, we can actually loop that in. But so yeah, then I went and pulled. So um, it's my week to do the Oracle cards this week. So I pulled, um, I pulled, did a shuffle, knock, 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 got it for the day. The first line on the Oracle card today started talking about the moon. You are just like the moon. You are whole and sometimes not seen. And I was like, really? Really? You're going to start talking about the moon? I sent it to you straight away before I posted it anywhere. I like, yeah. I have to see this. Just it was, brilliant. It was uncanny. Absolutely it was absolutely uncanny. brilliant. Just in case. The synchronicity was just unfounded. Is this the right way around for you or is it backwards? Um, I mean that I understand what you're doing, but that <laughs> that's the right way around. Right yeah, that's so weird. Quick segue. So I'm I'm learning Russian. Really? Yeah. Um, because I like to know if I'm being spoken about or written about. So I'm, I'm learning Russian. <laughs> So I've learned Russian and uh, <laughs> completely selfish purposes, completely selfish purposes, like we're speaking country, but Russian is being spoken. So I like to know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been really fascinating learning because it's a different script. The letters are completely different. Sure. So it's really bonkers to me because I'm looking at a B and it's an R sound or like there's letters that are just lines and it just reminded me of like when i was studying sigil magic and how it's just the lines and it's the meaning that we give them Mm -hmm. that that does something and it's like well yeah it's just those lines that 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 sound and but if i do those lines in another way it's still the same sound and all of these different people have got these just wiggles and they're taking sounds out of those and putting those sounds together and creating meaning. And so Amazing. what we're just doing about the, the thing of like, it's like, it's no meaning, meaning. Sure. Like self to meaning, add some more and it's got more meaning. So that re- kind of reminds me of something that I was talking to my mum about over the weekend, which is when something like that happens, like what you've just explained, it reminds me of a topic at master practitioner level of NLP, which is quantum linguistics and Cartesian logic. Those sound very sexy. I would like to know more about those things. Yes. So what they do is they force the brain to think about things in ways that we've never previously thought about things before. I mean, you've got some context to it because like you mentioned about the sigil magics that you've got some frame of reference as to when your brain has had to function in that way and to think about something that kind of looks similar but isn't similar and then you've got to add a different meaning to it so it sounds like a really really powerful way of forcing your brain to do something differently when Mm -hmm. you're not even aware of what the effect is but it's actually blowing out the boundaries on what your preconceived notions were about language and about meanings and about what signs and signifiers are so it sounds like even without knowing that there's some really deep work going on there could be at some level some really deep work going on just simply by forcing your brain to think about things in a different way because it's just it's, it's blowing out the boundaries of what your construction the way that you've constructed reality the way that you've constructed your understanding of language 
So learning a new language with a completely different alphabet is um, sounds like a really, really powerful thing to do. It's, really interesting, it's, actually. It's, it's, I mean, I, I, I'd learned, I taught myself um, transliterated Arabic about 10, 10 years ago. So I can, I can read translated Arabic, which is also fun because the pages are backwards. Um, but the thing then is that I was only learning just to transliterate because I just wanted to know, I, just, I was just obsessed. I just wanted to know what the sounds of the different lines were, all these crazy squiggles. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I learned uh, like a foreign script and then learned it backwards. But now I'm actively learning it because I want to learn the language versus just mm-hmm. intrigue about the letters and, and the sounds that they make. So yeah. it's very different because now I'm, att- I'm attaching meaning and this and that. It's... it's it's bonkers. Even words that I, I, I knew, you know, I've got friends from the region, so I've, I've known f- words and phrases for, you know, years and years and years. But seeing them written down with their weird squiggles, it's been yes. very interesting. It's been a, and is that because you spend quite a lot of time in the Middle East then that you're learning Arabic or is it just out of interest? Um, Arabic was out of interest. I, I had planned to move there a couple of times. I actually made, I had two failed attempts to move to two redirected attempts to move out to the Middle East um, in the past. Um, the first was 2012 and then Ebola hit. So that didn't work out. No, wait. I just mixed it up with when I was moving to Sierra Leone. That was 2012. I went to move out in 2015. And then I can't remember what happened and I didn't. And then I went to move out of there again in 2017. And then I was dating a girl in the UK. She's like, oh, don't go, come back. I'd actually got out that time. I packed up my house in Highgate. Everything's packed up. I've actually gone there, hadn't shipped my stuff. I was like, oh, come back, blah, 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 blah. It didn't work out. But hey, you live and you learn. <laughs> but, but do you know what? I was actually thinking about this. So I was at a Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat in, um, in Dubai in January. Recently, this yeah. And I actually realized that I would, the path to me getting to doing what I do now started really was facilitated by me agreeing to come back and be in that relationship. Wow. Because coming back, so I was practicing what I practiced, been doing my work, but in terms of sharing it, I came back, I ended up going to uh, a live Dr. Joe event in Berlin, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. have done because I would have been in the Middle East. Mm. And that started the cascade of speaking to the people that ended up convincing me to look again at doing what I do now. And then even the support that I've had in terms of making the transition over in my life, and even like my first couple of speaking gigs and stuff like that, and guests on the podcast and support and getting my message out has been through my community. So it's actually been pretty key. So mm. it actually enabled me to find a new space of deep gratitude for a relationship was pretty much a piece of shit other than that, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> it's like having this really, really beautiful thing to pull from it. It's like, Oh, that's so cool. We can look back three years or how many years, two years down the line or whatever and be like, Oh, well, that was just the cost of doing business. Thank you. So was, was that then? Because this kind of brings us back to a conversation that actually sparked us deciding to do this second. I know that we had agreed on the last podcast, on the last episode, that we were going to do another yeah. episode. And then we had a conversation on messages about something, which was around this, is it fate or is it synchronicity? <gasps> oh my God! Remember? Do you remember? Oh. Which is just like what you've just said yeah. really just yeah. brings me back to that conversation because was that fate? Was that you were destined, that was, you know, orchestrated and destined because it's part of your your journey and you needed to be on that journey. So you went and then you were pulled back or is it free will? Is right. it, or is it synchronicity or is it something else like what like come on what what have you got i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on this one i'm gonna give my my viewpoint on it okay but i want us to have like a full-on you want us to have a proper i want us to have like a a deep dive on that yeah like me and you all the way in all the way all the way (laughs) (laughs) all right so 
I look at it the other way around. And this is one of the things when I enter into conversations with people about the free will fate thing, I flip it the other way. So I'm like, infinite possibilities can't exist with constriction in any form. Otherwise it's not infinite possibility. So my thoughts, my feelings on the topic are, I had infinite possible ways that I could have got to where I am. It just so happens that my series of choices brought me on this path. There's also a series of possibilities that took me somewhere else. There's a series of possibilities where I didn't lose my place at Oxford University 20 years ago. And I end up being an investment banker, marrying, I was about to say somebody's name, but I'm not because she's married to someone else now. And all sorts of other stuff, right? Um, there, was a, there was a point where I made the choice, for example, to drive a bit faster one time and I lost my license. And like every single one of those points leads you to a point again where you can make a new choice. And at that point, you have a, a completely blank canvas about where you go next. If you accept it and if that's what your story is and if you accept your power, right? Mm. So my thing is, is that fate is real for those who give fate that power. Okay. That story, that canvas of fate essentially still is the subconscious mind plotting it out and just left to, to direct it. But it, it, it can't be predetermined for me. I don't see it being predeterminable or being able mm -hmm. to be predetermined in any way and still hold infinite possibility. So was it my fate? No, it's what the result was. It's the sum result of the choices that I made has brought me here. I'm just, I'm celebrating that it's brought me here and I can actually go back timeline, go back and reframe my experience emotionally with that entire course of events against the backdrop of gratitude now for where it's brought me to which gives me an entirely different outlook and sets a great uh, springboard for what I create going forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I've got nothing else to add. Like, I'm just like, that is, is a perfect encapsulation of what I believe. And I but think that there's... I'm not going to argue. I'm... I'm I'm not going to argue. Like sometimes I don't see the point in arguing just for the sake of arguing. And I think that it. <laughs> I love how we say sometimes, but there are times that I do. There's times I'm going to do it. There's times I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> but I think that 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 was just that's it. There are infinite possibilities, and we get to choose which one of those choices we're going to follow through with mm -hmm. and there will be push and pull from the universe i believe that there is you know that there is unseen forces mm -hmm. that are at play i believe that very very strongly and there's guidance that we receive in numerous different forms whether that's in the form of connecting with our inner, inner being connecting with our unconscious mind connecting with higher power Mm -hmm. connecting with having stuff channeled to us having a, a person a, another human being may deliver a message to us that was channeled to them that they weren't aware of but they were required to give us that message without that message we may not have made the choices and decisions that we've made so i believe that there are definitely higher forces there are unseen forces that are at play guiding nudging pushing directing and not forcing our hand because we do have the gift of free will and we do get to choose which choices we go forward with but there is an unlimited array of possibilities and the same unlimited potential of possibilities is available to every single human being and it just their the way that their life unfolds the way that human beings lives unfolds just depend it's just determined by the choices that we make you know the these unseen forces <laughs> The unseen forces and the, the, the push and pull of the universe and, you know, the guidance and the nudges and all of that sort of stuff has an impact, but it is, it's on us. Again, comes back to this taking responsibility for the choices that we make. Reasons. Reasons or results. Or results. It's a, a big factor in my life, as you can. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's a foundational structure of a lot of work in NLP. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the work that I do with my clients, you know, one of the, the 
the prerequisites for change is being at cause. So mm. it's why I'm so passionate about it because that's how you make your life the way that you want it to be. So. Versus what it ends up being. Exactly. At, at the hands of fate. I really, I really wanted. I was. You wanted me to argue. Not argue, but have like. A, I, 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 was, I, was, I was interested to see a divergent take. I am very happy that we're in alignment. Mm-hmm. It's always it's great just... to be in a, alignment. Yeah. Maybe it's just the languaging. Maybe it's just the languaging. Because I think before we were flicking back on message, right? So it wasn't yeah. like... I think so. And I I think we both agree this is a conversation that's going to be best had in person. Yes. Because it's not always as easy to convey this level of conceptualization via text message. So I think we're probably on the on the same path, same vein, same understanding, maybe just using different language at the time. For those of you listening to this on audio, I just winked at every single one of those statements. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and now he's winking at the computer. He winks again. What strange <laughs> ritual is this? <laughs> so, I, I do, I do want to, I do want to, I do want to pick your beautiful brain on, um, on timeline therapy. Go for it. And um, what do you want to know, homie? Also, I want to, I desire to (laughs) call your ear in relation to life between lives and where it all comes from. Uh, So, dear friend of mine, um, Petra Brazovic, uh, she's been on my, Petra's been on my podcast before, I think it's like episode 16 but we spoke about mm. something else. We didn't really speak about this stuff, but she like work. She's like on the board of like one of the world leading institutes on past lives and life between lives. Can't remember the name of the guy, Michael Newton, Michael Newton. She's trained by Michael Newton. She's done okay. stuff. And um, we recorded another episode the other day, which I think this conversation is going to come out before that one. Mm-hmm. But um yeah she was talking more about what she's doing now she's basically setting up a hogwarts it's so dope so she does hypnotherapy stuff she does quantum hypnosis but she does the past life therapy she does yoga and some other body work stuff so much like you she's a wizard of sorts that brings things together but she's actually setting up a school i think it's the end of this year that's teaching her specific combination of modalities nice. over like a year and a half to people. And I call it, I called it like a magical Hogwarts. Anyway, pass. So we're talking about um, life between lives, past lives. And I was exploring that conversation because that's one thing that I've always, I used to have a big gripe about um, okay. the soul contracts and, Oh, I, I have to be with him. We've got a soul contract to be together. And that's why I must be in this abusive relationship, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Or what have you. Oh, you know, my financial, we were talking about some Moino and he was like, he's making some interesting choices around his business. And he was like, well, I think this is my karma to learn and experience through this. No, dude, you just like, just sort out your pricing structure, mate. <laughs> Just sort out your prices, structure. If you do that, you won't be broke. Seriously, just like, hello. So until I had my first experience with, um, I think my first experience with past life was when I started doing my intuition coaching with my friend Jess. And she didn't tell me what I was doing. She was just like, oh, we're going to do this meditation and you're going to tell me what you see and what you experience and what you feel. And I had this really lucid visual experience and there were some crystals involved that's not even and then like something happened at the end of the scene like it just cut and something happened and then what happened I was in another scene and I realized that I'd actually for my entire life have been seeing past lives up to the point of death when I was a child I used to write really great stories but the stories would never finish something would just happen and then I'd run out of story and I realized my entire life I've been writing stories but actually telling my past lives but not even just mine i can also 
see them for other people, which I do very clearly now. Yeah, that itchy, the, yeah, creepy stuff. No, I love it. I love I'm it. Just like, I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's real then. Um, so <laughs> there was that. And then, um, then I did, um, I did some work. A friend of mine, Sharon King, created something called Matrix Birth Reimprinting. I don't know if you've heard of birth matrix reimprinting, but it's like an evolution of EFT um, stuff where you basically use it. You, you basically regressed into part of your timeline where an issue happened and then you tap in that timeline. So it crosses over with the timeline stuff and then you, you clear it there and then basically bring the healing forward. So then Sharon evolved it further and specifically works with dealing with birth trauma and childhood trauma. But as she went deeper into it, she found that people started going back further and it ended up going into other timelines, other lifelines. So I had my first session with Sharon. I think I was going to like, I think it was like in between relationships and I was taking my time out and like sorting out my junk because I didn't want to carry stuff forward. And I was like, yeah, you know, I want to deal with this or something like that. And then ended up zipping to some alternate lifeline, like vividly seeing the whole scene where I was a teenage girl who accidentally got killed by her dad because of this. There was a whole drama, whole drama, whole, whole, whole drama. Like it. And I was just like, like no wonder I have so much bloody drama around this type of situation if I've been carrying it from all this other stuff unresolved, right? Yeah. So at that point, I had to be like, okay, I, I have to admit, cyclical patterns may be informed by patterns that have been carried over from other timelines, other lifelines. Yeah. But I still don't, the fact that modalities are there to deal with it means I don't allow it to be an excuse for me. Sure. Right. Yeah. So anyway, there we are with Petra. And we're talking about this whole thing about the soul having a lesson that it must learn. And then I started to feel the gripe a little bit again. Now she, I love the way she talks about it. She's very much. Yeah, but when you learn it, then you keep moving on with your life and you're not, you're not stuck in that loop. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to keep hold of it. So my thing, now given that being the wizardry, lovely, mix it all up, get all the goodness and bring it together to do magic, human that you are, who has a gender but doesn't need to specify it because she's such a boss. <laughs> um, in your work with the mind, when we're using deep tools such as hypnosis, NLP time like do you find that inter timeline stuff requires you jumping into inter timeline lifeline stuff in order to be dealt with or can we just deal with it now like do we have to because I got obsessed for about an hour I was like oh my god I need to do a life between life session I was like no I don't no I no I don't and I, I caught myself sort of giving my power away but I'd love your magical input on that. So this is such an interesting topic and one that I absolutely love. And the, 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 the reality of it is, from my perspective, and this is what I would teach anyone that I was working with training or working with as a client therapist interaction, is that it doesn't matter what I think. What matters is how the unconscious mind has constructed your reality. What matters is that the, the, the unconscious mind is symbolic. Anyone that is familiar with, you know, Carl Jung's work is going to understand the, the symbolism of the unconscious mind. So the unconscious mind works very, very much with symbols and Basically, it all boils down to what the unconscious mind presents, what it wants to present to you, what it believes that you need to work on. And so I'm very much guided by the unconscious minds of my clients, by the unconscious minds of my trainees, by my unconscious mind. Mm. So it really, in, 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 with using timeline therapy, it sounds perhaps quite different from some of the stuff that you've shared about what your, your friends are working with and and developing which sounds really really interesting but with timeline therapy we try to keep it as content free as possible Got it. simply because the the intention of timeline therapy is to release the emotions 
So if you take somebody into an event that was traumatic and you spend time there digging around, finding out stuff, looking what happened, this, that, and the third, then you're likely to actually associate them to, into a potential trauma. Mm-hmm. That's not the intention of the work that we're doing. The intention of the work is to release the emotion so that they're free from it from the past, whether that's in a past life, whether that's a genealogical influence, or whether that is in during this lifetime. So what we do during timeline therapy, in from my understanding of it and the way that I was trained and the way that I use it and teach it, is that we like to keep it as content-free as possible. So what we're doing very much is keeping the client who's in the timeline therapy as high above the timeline as possible throughout the whole process, unless there's a reason for us to go into the timeline, which is generally to check on. The only real time that you actually take the client into the timeline is to check and see whether the emotion is completely cleared. If And that's after we've cleared it when they're... Yes, boss? No, you're the boss. I'm, okay, I'm... you... You want to make a point or you want to ask a no, question? I want or... to ask a question when you're Go on. When the space to ask. No, so, okay, yeah. So, so you don't dig in, so you just take the bird's eye view and so... Because you... it's at that point, it's at the bird's eye view that you are going to assist in what we call conscious and unconscious communication. So what we're doing is we're inducing a state of being and a state of awareness within the client, which allows the unconscious mind to communicate directly with the conscious mind. Mm -hmm. So the unconscious mind is presenting to the conscious mind what it needs the person to learn. What is there to learn from this event, which will help you to make different choices in the future. Timeline therapy also uses quantum linguistics. It uses Cartesian logic, which is it's, that is the really the fundamentals of how we actually assist the person in letting go of the emotion. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go into too much of the science of it because it ruins the experience for the person to yeah, knowing yeah, too yeah. much about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it can take away because then your, your conscious mind is yeah. kind of working too much yeah, yeah, to try yeah. and understand what's happening. But just to give some scientific background, that's what we're working with. We're working with conscious and unconscious integration, opening up a space within that level of extremely elevated awareness to assist the unconscious mind in opening up that communication so it can communicate with the conscious mind what it needs to learn. So we're looking at the shadows, the light, the dark, the areas where we haven't potentially been able to look at previously because that level of communication between conscious and unconscious hasn't been possible. So we're opening up that dialogue and presenting an opportunity for the unconscious mind to present information to the conscious mind to assist the person in clearing the emotions from the past so that they don't, they no longer need to have such a, a hold on their life moving forward into now and into the future. But I'll tell you a story Go. as well, which is a really interesting one and one that I feel really, really, I guess, passionate and guided to share. And that is my own personal experience. So I had clinical depression probably from about the age of five, if not before. I had a pretty traumatic childhood and it was just something that I went through. And I I kind of, you know, sought for years and years trying to find a solution to that experience that I used to have. I tried medication. I did the counselling and, you know, a number of other things to try and get to grips with and let go of this problem that I was experiencing. It wasn't until I found NLP and specifically timeline therapy that I was actually able to completely clear it from my life. So for 30 years, I had, I experienced clinical depression. Wow. So then when I went to my master practitioner training of all of those modalities that I teach, we do something called a breakthrough. So you work as when you've learned all of your skills, you then work for eight hours as a master practitioner with a client who is one of your partners in the class. And then you switch roles and they do the same with you. And you do eight hours straight. Um, You do four hours. What I think it's no four hours, one day, four hours, another day, then they they switch over four hours and then four hours. So it's like an intensive breakthrough using all of these skills that we've been learning for like the past 14 days. Mm -hmm. We then spend two days doing a breakthrough at the end of the training. So during my experience of that and my master practitioner taking me through a breakthrough that I wanted to go through, 
I allowed myself to really just fully dive into the experience and my unconscious mind took me back 26 past lives ago, which Who, was what? when I was, yeah, past I, went, I went back 26 past lives. And it was at that point that I was actually able to clear the depression. And after having experienced it, and I'm talking about, you know, clinical, medically diagnosed clinical depression, antidepressants for eight years. Mm-hmm. And from that point forward from my life, I have not had, I've not experienced clinical depression again. Yes, have I been sad? Absolutely. When mm-hmm. life has been traumatic, have I been blown over by 100%? If somebody passes away suddenly and unexpectedly, does it knock me about 100% but clinical depression depression is different from sadness it's a completely different ball game Mm -hmm. and it has not been a part of my life since I did timeline therapy and just allowed the unconscious mind to do its work and take over and really just submitted to the process so that's what that's one of the reasons and that's you know part of a much bigger story about my life but that is one of the reasons why i'm so 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 passionate about what i do because i know what it's like to experience that level of pain and dysfunction in your life for such a long time Mm -hmm. and to to, i now know what it's like to not have that Mm -hmm. so you know knowing that 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 was my experience and it's no longer my experience because of timeline therapy mm-hmm. is why I'm so incredibly, incredibly passionate about teaching what I teach, sharing what I share and helping other people to heal their lives because there was nothing else that, that helped me. There was nobody else that could help me. It was this that it saved my life. It saved my life. Hands down. So yeah, it's the unconscious mind. You just let the unconscious mind do Wait, 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 wait. We're not going to run off now. Okay. We're going to take a moment. Okay. Just on acknowledge. A, how Kikar's badass, you were for stepping up to the plate and doing it because you didn't have to step into that session. You didn't have to stay for the whole of the session. You could have pussied out, but you didn't. Mm. So salutes to you. Salutes to you for thriving in spite of. So another couple salutes your way. Pow, pow. They're yours. You can keep them. (laughs) And then sharing with us right now because we don't know who's listening to this we don't know who's going to hear it and yeah so i maybe somebody needs to i just want to acknowledge and say thank you for sharing thank Thank you thank you for doing thank you for showing up thank you for sharing thank you i just wanted to to do that you can zip off and start giving me some more juicy goodness as well (laughs) but i just wanted to take a second just to breathe that in so thank you so much i appreciate that I appreciate it. Hasn't always been something that's easy to talk about, but I feel that the more people are aware of how powerful this stuff is, the mm-hmm. more people that will be perhaps inclined to seek help with somebody who can support them through what they're going through. Mental mm-hmm. health is no joke. It's getting worse and worse. The suicide rates are just climbing and climbing and climbing. I could have been one of those statistics because of the way that my life was. I'm not, and I'm now you know, able to help other people through the challenges that they face. So I just feel that sometimes you have to open up, you have to share your experience. Maybe there is, even if it's just one person that hears my story and believes that there is hope for them, then I've done my work and somebody's life might be saved because of that. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to share that experience. So, so yeah, but so basically, you know, coming back to the question that you asked originally, It's about the unconscious mind and it really is down to what the unconscious mind wants to present, what it is that it wants you to understand. And symbolically, do past lives exist? I don't know. Did my clinical depression after 30 years disappear after trusting my unconscious mind to do the process? 100%. So Mm. whether it's symbolic, whether it's real, I don't know, but I just trust the unconscious mind and I just encourage my clients to trust their unconscious minds. And yes, we do go back a lot of times to past lives if the clients are you know, open to just allowing their unconscious mind and trusting the unconscious mind to do the work and we clear the emotions and they're no longer an issue in the now and in the future. I think one of the really interesting things that's just come to mind on that point is that so I was just, my deep dive weekend I just did the other day, um, I, I taught the next evolution of my work, which is something called lucid living, which if I manage to convince you to come to France in August, you'll get to taste firsthand. Okay. Um, we'll talk. But, uh, <laughs> talk yeah. um, not a time out, people. 
Um, <laughs> so basically, my, the evolution of my work is beyond intention is we choose our intentions and our tensions lead us to new outcomes. Um, our chemical life creations, we choose our vibrational state through our emotions and reality wraps around how we feel. And then lucid living is we choose our stories and they filter out our experience to give us what we uh, filter out the truth to give us the reality that we experience. But th the, I, I came very close to an existential crisis the more okay. that I looked into the lucid living thing. Because I got to this point where it's like, everything is just a story and everything is just a projection. I think I got lost in almost an inception type conundrum where, well, if I take hologram theory to its, to its, you know, nth to its degree. Nth degree, everything is just a projection and nothing exists beyond the choice I make in this moment until I make the choice and then it becomes, and then by the time I think I thought about it, it's already in the past and then I'm into the next moment again. And when you get into that, <laughs> that deep uh, <laughs> like a rabbit hole a rabbit hole that's vortex. the vortex the vortex <laughs> vortex <laughs> it's true it could just be this entire virtual reality that the subconscious mind has made up in order to convolute an experience that it's giving you a path to get to like this big puzzle like the subconscious mind has this ultimate supercomputers like well this is what we need to resolve so based on your belief systems right now and the stories that you're running on here's a narrative that enables you to get to where you're going this one's got 26 dan's one's gonna have four but you're gonna get there and it's gonna be okay if you just <laughs> and it's like and this is where the existential crisis comes in okay who the fudge cares which one it is as long as you get there it's not the journey, it's the destination, is it? Or is it the journey? I don't know. <laughs> like, which one is it? Is it either of them? <laughs> this is where I got lost. So nobody else get lost here because it's, the hole is deep. But I love that you're like, yeah, it's just symbols. Does it matter whether those symbols represent a real space that you've existed in in consciousness or a story or a narrative that you're playing back as a combination of experiences that you've seen on Netflix to give like this virtual reality puzzle for you to get through in order to get to to the end goal what matters is that you get the result absolutely what matters is that you experience change that the transformation occurs and however you get there whether the line is straight or curved or goes in spirals and twists you bends you out of shape or, or down yeah, rabbit holes. growing <laughs> makes you really grow <laughs> it, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter what matters is that you get the result which is that you heal which is that part of your past is healed, a part of your shadow has come to light and you can love yourself even more deeply. Oh, I've just had a bit of a head, a head blow from that one. Go on. You got me with that one. You got me with that one. I need a nap. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap that one here today. Okay. That was a big one. I think, I think you've, you've done it again. <laughs> you've just been like... All right, so I'm just going to just tell you something. Pow! What? Boom! Yeah. We need a name for this one. Have we got a name for this one? What do you think? Of this one? I don't know. Existential crisis. Existential crisis and why the moon's your friend. <laughs> Should we call it Happy Moon? People won't get it. People in the UK, they won't get it. They won't get it. Like Button Moon, they won't get it. You're going to have to think of something. You're going to have to find, dig deep. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to message back and forth from this one. We need a really cool name for it. We covered yeah. a couple of things. So what did we cover today? We covered we went back to reasons and results. We we, we spoke about the moon and taking responsibility and not blaming other things. But then we also spoke about unseen forces infinite. and yeah. infinite possibilities. Mm -hmm. We spoke about the unconscious mind, the unconscious symbols. mind symbols, sigil magic. Past lives. Past lives, timeline. Oh, it's so dope talking to you. I really, really enjoy these conversations. Oh, man. I really, really do. It's awesome. You need to get we one could on just the talk for like, I think there's another one. They, I mean, it, is it an there's infinite like possibilism? Because there was stuff that you said that you wanted to talk about, like at the end of 
the last <laughs> podcast you said that there was stuff you wanted to talk about that we haven't even touched we on. We haven't even touched it. So, We've got to come again. Yeah. We've got to go Thank again. you for having me. I appreciate you so much. No, thanks for coming here. Thanks for showing up. And again, uh, next time I catch you not taking a breath and acknowledging your damn self, I'm going to virtually pinch your cheek. All right? So please, you're light. You're doing some great stuff and shining Thank example. You. Absolutely love it. Um, folks, go ahead and follow Ayodele on Instagram and website website yeah we're gonna pop that in the show notes again i'm gonna make sure that i put the k and the o (laughs) (laughs) private joke everyone private private joke they'll be correctly positioned this time around um yeah please if you're in the uk or in Europe and in flying distance of the UK, the weekend of March 28th, 28th and 29th. Check out the website, go ahead and get yourself booked in, go to the workshop, go and get you some of that magic, magic, magic. Do it, it will nourish your life in a wonderful way. Um, If like me, you are wondering just how many wonderful magical things timeline therapy can do for you, and having conversations with your subconscious, have a word, do it now. Um, I'm going to sign off because I need to go and have a nap. No, I can't. I've got a meeting. I've got to go somewhere. All right. I'm going to go and process today. Um, be sure to join dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Join the Facebook group. Join the conversation. Start dreaming with your eyes open. Deliberately choosing an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And if you feel you'll be served by some of this magical support, hit up my home slice here and see how she can serve you in making that real. Love bug. Sending it your way. Peace. Love, peace and hair grease. Do they still say that in the UK? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Well, I send some yours. Uh, Be well, take care. Love you all. And I'm out. Bye. Finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel Mengena. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.